Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about Heroclix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com slash apex insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for Heroclix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again... My name is Jeff, and I am joined by my co-host Clay Wood and Patrick Booth. Hey guys, how are Congrats you? Congrats to Clay for uh, winning the most recent event at my Thank store this you. past weekend, dude. He crushed Appreciate it, that. went undefeated, undefeated. Nobody touched this man. He chopped them all down like a, like trees in the forest. Yeah, you guys make it sound a lot easier than it actually was. Ooh, what a, what a tough, tough day it was, man. Such good competition i felt and like it I was really, a pretty i was put through the ringer year. that's for sure you're so generous you just beat all those you know bad players right <laughs> i wish <laughs> i feel like you know uh, i got i finished every game and i was and it was just like whew, that was a close one mm. repeatedly so. i will say i feel like you make it sound worse in the game than it actually is because i remember you when especially specifically in that last one like Paul got your guy, and you're like, "Oh no!" Like it sounded like the game is lost. And I okay, come back. To be fair, though, and I'm like, "You're winning." <laughs> to be fair, Paul then was like, "Okay, I'm done with my turn." And then at the end of the game, he realized, "Oh wait, he actually had two more actions." <laughs> he could have, he could have like running shot pulse waved my entire team. Oh jeez, the guy in Iron Man. <laughs> Oh, Jedi! Jedi so, might take him out of attacking you anymore. We were both okay. so fried. Um, uh, it was a long day. He, and like, he, he definitely could have. I mean, he he could have done more damage, and then and, and I barely managed to come back. Squeak one out. Well, you did. All right. So we did four rounds of Swiss. Uh, cut the top eight. What was your first round against, or who was your first round against? Yeah, so my first round was my arch nemesis, Alyssa, playing bum, her bum, team. I now I I, uh, I think this is the first time I've actually beat Alyssa in a year. The last oh, time wow. I beat Alyssa was in I think November of last year. Um and she has continually trounced me. Not just like, you know, barely edged out the, the victory, but like trounced me repeatedly. She was playing her animals team that she's, um, you know, become very well known for. And she plays it so damn well. Um, it's very, very tough to deal with. You know, she, ha- she can get to you anywhere on turn two. Um, and... Three, you know, the three maggots give her effectively seven actions because the pogs that they pop out are autonomous. And that's in addition to the poison. Mm-hmm. Um, but fortunately, the, the, new, the new set provided some pretty nice answers. Um, so 
she notably she plays Cosmo, who allows her to cancel a power. And Ghost Rider in the new set says no. Nice try. <laughs> but I will say I think that probably more than anything, what helped in the matchup was the positioning. It took me a while to work out how to position my team on turn one in a way that is extremely difficult for her to get to. And I don't think we actually figured, I'm not sure. We were chatting about this last night in the post game uh, dinner. And I don't think, I don't think we actually think quite figured out how she could have uh, thwarted my positioning other than winning map. And, <laughs> uh, you know, putting me on a different map and, and, and but I, but I, every time I've ever played her, she always wants to go first because she has that that giant swing, and so I kind of was, you know, I was anticipating that she would give me the choice of the map, and uh, and that's that worked the first game, and then miraculously I somehow managed to beat her in the die in the roll off for the second game. And what map did you put her on? Yeah, so the map that I put almost every single, I managed to win a ridiculous number of, or, or I was able to pick map, I think six out of my seven games, which was okay. pretty remarkable. Um, and the my go-to map for every single matchup was the Injustice Gang hideout. Um, maybe we should actually pause and I should talk about my team as I think it will give a little bit of uh, insight into um, why, you know, why I, I picked this map. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right, Jeff's bringing it up. You guys see it? Yep, looks you great. Scroll down a smidge more, that'd be great. So we can see the map layout. Yeah, zoom out just a little bit more. So we can get the whole card there, or at least one whole card in there. You can zoom in one step. There you go. Um, Perfect. You know, so we talked a lot about uh, Patrick's team last week and, and Ghost Rider. And so I thought I'd build a team that can, you know, actually win a tournament using Ghost Rider. Wow. Well, dick, dick move that. <laughs> ah, man. I, 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 Sorry, I, I will roast you the rest of this event. Uh, this rest of this podcast. <laughs> Be prepared for it. I'll get you some preparation. H. Uh, I know. Ghost Rider is better than your Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, but my team's pretty. I think it's pretty significantly <laughs> different than the the way you went with with your your team, Patrick. Probably. It seems like you didn't throw everything in the Ghost Rider's basket. Um, that is correct. I was originally going to, and and then. Buff and had, I had a team that had um, I was leaning towards a team that that played Madam Web Ooh. and basically gave every single person on the team super senses in some form. Mm -hmm. uh, but I ended up but the only attacker I really had was Ghost Rider and I realized I needed more offense. And, and in fact, like uh, kudos to um, Lucas Van Holland and and Scott Crampton, who who suggested that I. Uh, put more offense on it, and, and I think that was a really, really, really good call. Um, so the the gist of the team is that it is a defensive shell team with a with actually like a big bite to it. So um, 
and the and the whole intention is not to you know turtle <laughs> kind of like you know um like Previous i played teams earlier by emma <laughs> that vegas the, the vegas guys think i i like to play and i have on occasion um is to you know snag a couple quick points and then just like you know, hide in a defensive shell and and make it very very difficult, if not impossible, to to hit it, take any oh, point. We don't refer to it as Clay's bubble of protection. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so this was this is more about. Um, I think my strategy here was more. I want to build a team that is not an alpha strike, that is going to assume that I'm going to go second. And can survive the 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 inevitable alpha strike because as you know if you if you play on the west coast, man, we love our alpha strikes. It it feels like every single team is an alpha strike team, and so I want to just survive that first hit and then punch back harder. That's my goal with this. And so, um, so the. The, really, the core of the team, I guess we'll say, is centers around Ghost Rider, <laughs> Craglin, and uh, Jennifer Kale. So let's run through those pieces really quick. So we got J Ghost Rider pulled up. Um, Ghost Rider is a phenomenal primary attacker. And you, you may just initially look at the dial and be like, okay, you know... You know, it looks like a it looks like a decent dial. He's got you know hypersonic. He's he ignores characters, which is really nice. He's got four damage, eleven attack. Okay, you know, seem you know, but his his, his he got a couple tricks that that are really good. And, and I think we talked about this a bit last week, but I'll run through it. The first is that he, he and adjacent friendly characters can use their effects regardless of opposing effects, and that's that even includes pulse wave. Um, and so you. You, so you just can't. It's it, it, he makes that makes him a, a, a really. It make it, it provides a lot of protection to the to his the people that are adjacent to him. Um, but then you know as we talked about last week, you there are a lot of ways to like really buff him up and get him to close to that like you know fourteen seven, fourteen attack seven damage. Um, a you put Cthulhu on him. And that gives him plus one to all combat values, um, but at the cost of taking a damage every um, uh, every action that he takes. Mm -hmm. Every action token. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, non-free action. Yeah, and um, but he's also a wild card, and so you can wild card something like the Avengers. Team ability that and that and then you can take empower from the blue ring and now you're at now you're at thirteen for six and and one of the options that you can put on him as a pilot is to give him close combat expert now he's at that at that fourteen and seven. However, I will say most games I actually went in a uh, uh, and then and then and I'll I, uh, sorry and, and then to wrap that up. I put the all black necrosword on him, which basically means he's going to hit every time. It's very, very. There are very few things that allow that he can uh, call, that will cause him to miss because he will ignore super senses. He, he will ignore shape change, and even more importantly, all of those attacks give plus one. Uh, the minimum damage is one. 
Yep. Which is why the the one that I so instead of this blade that you pulled up here, the one the pilot that I actually chose most of the time was Morbius. You picked my boy <laughs> because super strength, the knockback, and all black is ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. Um, throwing people around, you you know, like you you get that one extra damage when you knock somebody into a stop click. So APOC Genesis, uh, white shirt Scott Porter. You hit, you knock them back. You hit them into a wall, and they die um, without. You know, so basically, goes through the stop clicks there. Um, so you don't you don't end up getting that uh, you know fourteen and seven. It's a thirteen and six or fourteen if you use a perplex. But it does you know you're doing so much damage, it um, through from the knockback that it's it's better. Did you play against a lot of uh, Genesis and APOC today? Um. I did play a number, I, boy, I guess two or three teams, um, I think had some combination of them. So how does that work with uh, their stop click, though? So it's like you hit them, you apply damage, uh, does your Necro Sword blow up, and then you take the knockback damage? The, so you... Oh, that's a good point. Should... The sword's immediately destroyed. That's funny. They, I, we forgot about that. <laughs> they did not. They did not t- do that. I totally forgot about that part of their stop click. <sighs> it's when this click is revealed, so it's before the knockback damage happens. Oh, interesting. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, yes, we played that wrong. Oh, we did, and it's fun. It, we played that wrong in every game. Brandon should know better. Brandon should have known better. Squidward, you messed up. Ray, yeah, Ray didn't. Uh, or no, it didn't matter against Ray because I never killed his APOC. But I did kill Brandon's APOC. So Brandon, I did not realize that. So that's my bad. Son of Brandon. Don't feel bad. It's also up to the other player to remember their own abilities. Yeah, that was that's that. I wonder if he would have. We might have tied that game if if I had if he had scored the Necro Sword. Uh-oh. That was one of my closest games. Oh, wow. Okay. Because his APOC stays alive, possibly, and then you get the Necro Sword. Yeah. No, the APOC would still die because the knockback is coming from the super strength. It's just he would have scored 15 more points. My understanding, anyway. No, but his reducer would stop yeah. the knockback damage because he doesn't have right. the Necro Sword anymore. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because is this dope? I don't think the stop clicks have reducers, do they? Invincible super senses. Oh, it's invincible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but. Wouldn't have been uh, black necrosword says what you can't be reduced below one, right? Mm-hmm. Damage can't be reduced below one during this attack. Uh, and invincible just says you can reduce penetrating, and it's not mm-hmm. penetrating. If that, if my correction is, if my understanding is correct. Yes. Okay. But the necrosword's off the map, so no effect. Correct. That would make sense. <laughs> Disappointed in you, Squidworth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I I definitely messed that up. I to be, sorry, I, we don't blame you. I, it's been a while since I played APOC, and I he he got me because uh, I punched his uh, his camo, and he he I totally forgot he had the rollout from the from the parry, mm. and he managed to roll out and save his camo. But we'll get into that. I'm jumping ahead. Okay, so Ghost Goblin. Um. I'll come back to the Masters of Evil and how they fill out the team, but the, um, or, or, well, maybe not. Okay. Basically, like, Ghost Goblin, 
you know, could be swapped into the others. Um, yep. I thought he was just a good one to start with because he has wing, and so I, he can carry some some of the others. Uh, I didn't want to play Kid Thanos because Craglin will uh, basically filled that role, and I didn't kind of wanted the the other spot on the sideline. Um, but Ghost Goblin also get perplexed, which is really good. He's a phenomenal piece. Um, being able to shoot through blocking, being able to do penetrating damage with his poison is pretty amazing. Um, and so you know, he will he'll get swapped on on turn one, but he's a good person to start with. Uh, the big thing is that I want Mephisto because every time I do that swap, I'm, it allows me to pull a token and heal somebody on my team, which namely Ghost Rider, who's taking one damage from Cathon. And so I'm able to pull a token and keep Ghost Rider on, you know, top dial the entire game. Um, so th like that combo is really good. So you're swapping every turn, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Did that ever bite you in the butt when you needed someone that was already out? No. There, you have so many good options between... I mean, even if you could just go between King Killmonger and Iron Inquisitor. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I it was never... And then, or over in Black Skull. I mean, Black Skull has Shape Change, Super Senses, Mastermind, Top Dial. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. But King Killmonger and Iron Inquisitor, you know, if you're... When you're in the defense shell formation, those are probably the, the two state... Switching makes sense. Yeah, that's what I would use with uh, the good stuff team that we were playing back. Just as long as you can switch between those two, you're you're pretty safe. So, Kraken <laughs> is amazing, and, and you know, I think a lot of people are like realize how good he is because he, he he you look at him and you're like, okay, there are a lot of other pieces that do these things. There's like. You know, a lot of pieces that can carry four characters or you have Green Lantern team ability. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of characters that have phasing teleport and can move nine squares. There's a lot of characters who have a 19 defense defend. But what you don't really realize is that there are a few pieces that have all of those things. Mm. And, you know, especially the carry four and 19 defend, it's, they're, they're so powerful in the combination because you are able to wrap an entire team around that one character. If you have two characters that each do those things, you have a positioning conflict and you can really only, and you can't, um, you can't fully take advantage of both at the same time, uh, or it's, it's much trickier to do, especially when you're trying to get Ghost Rider adjacent to them um, so that he can prevent uh, their powers from being shut off. And so, uh, now, on top of that, Craglin also gives Guardian, uh, our Guardian's team ability, and is a, a wild card team player, and so he can copy, you know, other other team abilities. But but Guardians is fantastic for this team because this prevents uh, opponents from modifying your your character's uh, combat values. So Ghost Rider is also a wild card uh, and can take that. Scott Porter is a wild card and can take that. And this is important um, because the next piece is Jennifer Kale. And I guess before we move on, we'll just say I put Captain Carter's shield on there to make sure that it's actually a 20 defense to everybody <coughs> adjacent to. 
really make that shell uh, tough. But Jennifer Kale is the kind of rounds out the the defense shell piece of this. She makes it so that um, basically whenever my team is involved in an attack that my opposing character's combat values can't be modified. I now this is also this was a little tricky. This isn't that they can't be increased, it's that they can't be modified. Um, and so so it actually in some cases it hurts me. Like I can't use uh, um, Harry Leland who reduces damage and attack by minus two. I can't use the boxing ring which will cause which will give minus two attack. Because this actually will keep that that those those attack and damage values flat, um, and so I ended up having to do like a last minute rejigger of my team as I realized that. Um, it it also uh, doesn't say anything about my combat values, so I can be negatively perplexed down. And in fact, that was a strategy that uh, Paul was using quite heavily because he had a lot of perplex, uh, and. Um, I think on my other, on most of my games, I remember to use Guardians as a safeguard to that. Not so in my last game. But, um, yeah. but, right. but Guardians was a great combination, uh, that, or a great ability that Craglin provided to my others. Then, all right, what else do we got? Uh, we talked about Mephisto. I guess the, I, I should say, like, um, yeah, well, yeah, so the Scott Porter, uh, um, I mean, I honestly like put him on the team just because I wanted the blue lantern ring, and he's kind of like the most efficient way of of doing it. Um, but boy, his uh, his his power bomb uh, pulse wave knockback is really, really, really strong. Every team um, starts twenty five points down before Scott Porter. I was like, That's probably oh, the most God. activated action. It, it is crazy, yeah. I mean that 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 definitely won me games. Um, and it's in, you know the, the the cool thing is everybody's so concerned. So I think what it took me a couple games to realize is that most people go straight for Jennifer Kale, and they realize like sh you got to get rid of her, or else every it's every attack is going to be a struggle, uh, and nobody else is getting their Scott Porter bonuses. Um, because she's preventing that. She's a really good anti-Scott Porter piece. And everybody's playing Scott Porters. Everybody. And so um, so she becomes the biggest target. If I and and it, you know, there were teams that were able to crack it and kill her, but I still have a lot of other but it, if they do, they're now right next to me. And like I just follow up with a, a Scott Porter pulse wave and mess them up. And uh, and then you know and Ghost Rider is still very strong. And then last but not least, there's this Hulk. Um, Jennifer Kale has the zero ring, so she's able to make free barriers. Uh, I can create a lot of barrier between the zero ring and the the um, stop sign construct, and and utilize that to affect uh, in a in a lot of my games. So Hulk is able, you know, starts on his last click. Is able to basically heal uh, two die two d two half d six rolls <laughs> every turn by destroying terrain markers, and so he very quickly becomes a threat. And yeah, and so like the combination of Ghost Rider and Hulk, and you know, 
is very and then uh you know whatever your main master of the evil that's like you have three very strong attackers you have uh mephisto and scott porter who are two very strong secondary attackers so and then you have your defensive shell transporter pieces in in jennifer kale and craglin so that was the team basically give everybody 20 defense at least um ghost riders rocking a 21 and uh you know and then try to last that first round of that first flurry of attacks and then follow up with a bigger harder punch um i guess for the tarot deck we can run through that quick i picked the top the tower which causes uh any miss to become critical miss very very nice with this team it's rough um when when they need nines and tens and i need threes yeah that's a good, a good fair trade fair trade uh Defend, which was a great card to pull on that first or second turn, it gives mm-hmm. it, makes it a twenty-one defense for everybody. Um, I, I think the interesting thing that I will note about this card that I recently realized is the way it's worded is the re- the when the character uses defend, the replaced value is instead their printed defense plus one. So it's actually not a plus one modify; it's actually their replaced value is one over. So you can present potentially go. Uh, that would replace it with 20. So you could potentially have 23 defense <laughs> on a single turn. That's nuts. That's a lot. Uh, Ten of Pentacles it just allows me to pull a token off with Hypersonic. And then if I use uh, if I do the Master of Evil swap, I can pull a token off of Hulk or Kraglin instead. Nice. Uh, this card is amazing with this team. Ten of Swords allows you to use Poison. Uh, to deal de- damage even after they've been moved or placed during this turn. Ghost yeah, is <laughs> Mephisto, and Ghost Goblin all have poison, and it's it, that's a tremendous amount of damage to crank out to people who, you know, most most teams are not playing a ton of poison that can be, like, you know, handed out anyway, uh, any way they want. Um, mm-hmm. The poison teams are really the animal teams, and they can poison you anyways. They, they effectively have this all the time. Uh, so this card was great. And then last uh, was the Nine of Wands, which gives, uh, when I use the power from the blue ring, I get a pack. <laughs> and if, if, you know, unfortunately for my opponent, if Jennifer Kale's on the map, they don't get this bonus. So that's that's another nice one. Very cool. Very well-built team, sir. All right. So let's talk about, let's go back to the Alyssa mashup. Um, bring up that... Uh, Actually, so go back and let's let's look at that map um, on my team, the Injustice Gang, the one that I played all this time. Um, so what I would do is I and this is going to be tricky, a little bit tricky to describe to people. Um, but there's a giant area of blocking in the middle, and I would and the terrain markers that I would use are the two big elevated terrain markers, and so I would place one on the lower level of elevation on either side of the ramp just above the uh, blocking terrain. Mm -hmm. So that creates this kind of like uh, three by four square in the middle of that. I put the third uh, scaffolding two by one terrain marker over two of those squares. And I use Hulk to just run over the two pieces of blocking to carve myself out a really nice, solid three by three square. 
that is basically surrounded by, you know, a lot of blocking or elevation. And on turn one, I'm, a I'm able to put up two, I, I can use um, barrier twice. And I put that on top of each of the elevated terrain so that it can't be repositioned because when you, or, or moved underneath me. Um, because once, because if it, if it starts to be moved, can't put it down again if there's blocking underneath it. So the basic, uh, and there's seven pieces on my team, Ghost Riders, a two by one, and I can pop out a construct, which gives me that perfect three by three positioning. So they can't get to Craglin um, unless they have a range attack. And uh, for in the case of Alyssa's team, she just can't get, she, there's no place that she can position her team that allows her to start poisoning me. Um, yeah. And and so and it puts me right smack dab in the middle of the map where there's almost nowhere for her to run. So uh, that was that was basically the strategy against Alyssa. Very cool. And in fact, most teams is it's kind of the same. I use effectively the same strategy. Because um, the other thing that I you know with this team you have to be very nervous about is knockback. So I wanted. You know, even if I get knocked back into a wall and take damage, okay, that's fine, but I don't lose the positioning. Um, I, there's no way for them to, like, push Jennifer Kale out or push Ghost Rider away. He can't be knocked back anyway. There's no way to, like, you know, knock my team away from Craglin because they're all stuck together in this little, like, uh, low-lying area surrounded by blocking or, or elevation. Okay. And um, your little bunker. Yeah, so... And like I said, the goal is just the goal isn't to stay in that formation for the entire game. It's just to survive that first attack. So, so work. Um, you know, I I think the first game against Alyssa, I was still working out some of the kinks. Um, we went into the last round, and I think we were actually tied at like sixty to sixty, but a lot of her pieces were had taken a few clicks of damage, yeah. and then um, yeah, I think like in the right towards the end of her last turn the time ran out and i had one more action i managed to almost entirely wipe her team on the last 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 action finish up everything other than the destroyer that had called out so i ended up getting 300 points jeez nice so that felt good sorry Alyssa, but after <laughs> i got my my butt handed to me for an entire year uh that that definitely was was that one felt good. You've earned it, buddy. You've earned it. <laughs> um, the match after this, I played Ryder. Uh, sorry, I, I, I played Brandon. Um, I know they Brandon, seem, both seem like my sons. <laughs> what's that? So they both seem like they're my sons, don't they? Uh, sorry, I was just looking down the list. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brandon does. He does seem like he's adopt. He's like your adopted son. I know, right? I didn't know you were Mr. Krabs and you were uh, hiring on staff, buddy. I I always could use some help. Uh, so Brandon had a pretty cool team. Yeah, like he, great. He he was very close to making it at the top four in that game against Ryder. Um, but he'd been practicing a lot. Like he hadn't lost any games in practice. He's run through all the big teams that we've been practicing against. So he went with. Camo, 110 points with the Auk Arms. 
Captain America, Pegasus Captain America with a Skybreaker. So he gets those two attacks. Genesis APOC, uh, low points, and of course, double porters. Because, you know, that's what people play. Start 50 points down. <laughs> you know, but what you're getting... This is a theme team, and so with the Scott Porter, he gets a plus four to his map roll, which is very important because he really, really wants to be on that Atlantis throne room, mm-hmm. which if you click, you can see is effectively all water. And that's very advantageous to camo. Oh, hey, really, really there's sharks that kill. don't die. I heard that was a good thing. Oh, he's he is tough to put down. Um, I, uh, he came over and like killed. Um, on turn two, I think he killed Jennifer Kale, and he I think he might have killed maimed somebody else. I can't remember. Um, I I retaliated. Like I had mentioned earlier in the podcast, he I for, totally forgot about the rollout with the APOC blades on camo. He had, he hit a five or six and so managed to avoid, uh, uh, dodged, dodged my big punch with Ghost Rider onto camo, um, yeah. which would have, I would have allowed me to, to kill him because I could have, I would have knocked him onto um, stop click, mm. but knocked him back into a wall. Uh, on it, that would have put him on his last stop click, which just happened to be right next to uh, my Masters of Evil, who I could have swapped in then to Ghost Goblin and done a penetrating, penetrating. shot. But the rollout prevented him, kept him alive. All the damage ended up going into his white shirt, Scott Porter, instead. Uh, you know, which, is, as we talked about, is pretty potent, but um, it definitely made me realize I needed to go after APOC. Which uh, so the next round, um, I think I managed to hit a couple rollouts against Camo, and so so he and he did not hit his willpowers, so that that tied Camo up for a turn. I went and I KO'd, I think I KO'd Captain America and then up APOC. I can't remember, but yeah, I, I think we it was very close. I think it was only like a fifteen point difference. It was a very close game. And, and, and I, honestly, it probably should have been a tie now that we talked about how the... <laughs> the, the um, Just snooker in that stuff went. away there, buddy, yeah. huh? So I, I, I was... I was whew, it was a very tight game. I thought I really thought after the Alpha Strike that he and then the miss on his camo that he had that game. I was... Because uh, camo so still has such high attack values. He yeah. does, yeah. Now, That's to be well, fair, like, he also hit like... Yeah, I think I had a rollout. I think I had a prop control on him, and I he and I, I think I was at twenty toward twenty one defense, and he hit nine <laughs> four Three times, times in a row. Yeah, he hit really really high dice rolls, and I was so he had, he had definitely a burst of of luck there, and then with the rollout, but then it um, you know kind of fell apart after that. But nice. really good team, very well constructed, put together, well put together. Camo for the camo. Camo's gonna. You're gonna see a lot more of him. I think he's great. Yeah, especially. I think he's just starting to creep in. Yeah. All right. Good job, Brandon. Top eight. Let's see. Who's your next victim? Victims. Then I played Ray. So Ray's running, uh, you know, version of the Black Lantern. Yeah, he went. He went unthemed. Black Lanterns. Yeah, I was. 
I was coding this up and I'm like, wait, why is it, you know, did, did I do something wrong? Is Why is it not? <laughs> I think we're missing a few elements here because we, we missed his build sheet. So the, I think there's, I, I think there's some sort of ring on black shirt, Scott Porter or something. I, I can't remember exactly. Doesn't what. Have the Could be the spin ring. Is that, oh yeah. Maybe it was spin ring. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. Uh, I, I do know that like he had red Raven on the sideline. He probably had something else. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of confusion in the game. I saw that he had Injustice Gang hideout. And I, and so he, I won map roll. I was going to let him pick that. And then he pulled out the big one and realized, oh, it, he had, he, I, he actually had the, the other original. version. On, and because, and there's no way to, it wasn't clear on his uh, build sheet, um, which one it was. We, sh- we need a way to clarify this, Jeff. I think we need to follow up. I know it's, I know it, it's in the, it's on the Let's map the set. list because of the um, map bonus, but I thought the WizKids yeah. official rules say that if, if there are two versions of a map, you have to play the smaller one. Uh, but the reason you can play that map is because it has a location bonus. I know, but... I, <laughs> I feel like the answer is just when you write down the map, write down 2x2 two two or 2x3 two next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just wrote down... I believe there's a section to write what set the map comes from, so if you write JLU... You should know that it's the yeah. So there's a lot of fail safes just that probably weren't done. Anyways, so I I I reverse course gave let him go first. I put I put him on my injustice gang hideout. Um, I think he was fine with that because he wants to go first anyways. So yeah. Um, which of course allowed him to get his. Uh, we've talked about this team before. You know the idea is use uh, Scott Porter's who become Black Lanterns to heal Apoc very quickly. He had Apoc to full uh, um, very shortly after the beginning of turn two. And uh, Apoc came across the map, swing and miss. Sky Tyrant came across the map, swing and a miss. It helped that I, you know, it helps that I have three probs and if he's trying to punch me from elevated, everybody can see him. Yes. Uh, and so, um, you know, he's got to hit, even with even top dial, he's still got to hit six or seven with APOC. And, uh, you know, um, he did not move. He uh, he, did, he only had the rollout from the black. Oh, oh he wasn't themed, so he didn't get the roll. He doesn't have Scott Porter rollouts. Yeah. Um, and Why so he, pl- didn't, he didn't bring the white shirt over to, to use prob. Or and Necron wasn't in a position to see. That is so weird playing black shirt Scott on a non-themed team. I think he really wanted the free heal. He wanted uh, Sky Tyrant on the team. Uh, no, I understand potentially why he made it non-theme. That's great. Make a theme, non-theme team. But Scott Porters do not work efficiently on a non-theme team. Because you're not getting the plus one attack. You're not getting the plus one defense. You're not getting the community tokens. Yeah. The white shirt Scott Porter is still really darn good. You, yeah, you could do it with whites. Like white, you can like make an argument like, okay, I wanted a free ring and... Power he's bomb. using the he's using the support. It's really about yeah. getting APOC to but top but he, he got the indigo thing. ring for free with white shirt. That should but be he gets two enough. But with the black shirt, but there's a there's probably a cheaper or better support figure out there than Scott. I think they, they don't have, have black lantern. Keyword. And they, they have, have to share. They have to have black lantern. But but is it Mister Sinister giving them the keyword? Only, Only one. Only one character. Only, Only one. Well. 
I'm assuming, well, white shirt has all the all the keywords, right? So he doesn't have <laughs> white shirt. Yep. So but, but black shirt has to pick one. Sure, but what I'm saying is, isn't there a 25 point support figure that he could just do that with Sinister Sinister anyway? That's better. Then, then you Mr. don't Sinister is. Oh, Mister Sinister is giving it to Apoc. Okay, I see where we're going at. You need this the porter to pick the keyword so he can heal. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense now. So, uh, after he came across and missed, I dispatched his Sky Tyrant, uh, ran in with, or uh, hypersonic in with, into like the middle of his team, or sorry, the, his, you know, starting area uh, with <laughs> Spider and the rest of my crew, um, and managed to kill White Shirt Scott Porter and. Maybe something else. I don't remember. Um, he, yeah, because, you know, the strategy, I'm like, I'm not going to bother with APOC. He's just going to, he's going to have full, <laughs> he's going to be able to do whatever I want. I can't take him down. I don't have a way to get true through all the stop clicks, and there's no point anyways of trying to get 35 points. Oh, I killed Mr. Sinister. So I killed Mr. Sinister because I'm like, he's a lot of points with that black hand on him. I might as well take that quickly and then finished off Scott Porter, white shirt as well. Uh, he pulled in Red Raven, which was an interesting play, um, because you know it, it was a nice extra piece to pull in. I think he pulled him in from Scott Porter from White Shirt, right? Why, but why does that? How does that work? I mean, how did he? Do I don't that? think it should. When a friendly character yeah, forty, 40 points, or points or more, who I, I was looking at this afterwards, and I didn't, I couldn't figure out like who is forty points or more, who's Teen Titans. I don't think anybody is. Nobody. <laughs> so, anyways, that I I, did, I oh, guess you know. Jeez, uh, man, making all these mistakes today. I. Well, that was uh, I. Uh, not my team. I guess I could have read the card, but you know, there was already a lot going on. I figured he knew what he was doing, trusted him. Uh tisk tisk tisk. Yeah. Anyways, it worked out because I killed Red Raven and now I get 75 points. <laughs> so, there you go. It's a thing. Uh, um, Coming up in the world. Yeah. E yeah. Just smack her real hard. Oh, to six through. That's easy with uh, Ghost Rider. Yep. Yeah. All right. And your next round was against. Was uh, Paul? The last one, the last matchup was against Paul. Um, Paul, you know, the the kind of the core of this is a uh, is that that Spider-Man Prime who has effectively full map reach, Sakari and Iron Man who has a lot of utility. Mm -hmm. In this case, he the interesting thing is he sidelines Sasha Banks and gives Sakari and Iron Man access to WWE powers, of which I don't know anything about them. And okay, he is on. very, very masterfully versed in all of the horribleness that they can they can impart upon your opponent, uh, as I quickly learned. Slingshot's a thing, baby. Oof. Um, the first game, I think my defensive shell definitely, uh, you know, it caused Paul to have to really, really think that through. Um, it, it took a lot of time. He eventually did manage to figure it out and cracked my team, and we had a nice little... A couple of really close back and forth. 
before time ran out and I barely edged him out. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he was able to get all the way across the map. He, he, uh, the, Big thing that I will give credit to Paul about is he really knows how to use the terrain markers very, very well, more so than I think any of the other opponents that I played. Um, and he's able to like use my uh, kind of like the terrain markers that I was creating to hide in, uh, yeah. use those against me and able to like separate out my team so that I wasn't able to get the, to the defensive shell as effectively. And uh, he was able to dismantle parts of it pretty quickly, but he did not kill Ghost Rider, and so Ghost Rider and Hulk were able to uh, come back and do a lot of damage. So, and then that so that that puts into the uh, into the top eight. Yeah. So then I played Danny, who was also rocking a Ghost Rider team, but of a very different sort. Uh, he was using the Defenders aspect. Um, the Bucky's arm is a really awesome piece and definitely one of the highlights of the Guardians holiday set. <laughs> yeah, it is. A close combat expert and a super sense on six for five points. Oof. Um, so Ghost Rider, but he did not have Cthulhu. Uh, and I think that, you know, that, that, that would have helped him. Like, I guess in this case, it wouldn't have helped him because uh, of, of Jennifer Kale. Um, but I think it probably would have helped him on some of his other matchups. Yeah, the double double Pegasus cap is scary because they just hit hard. They do, and but like not this, so much against Ghost Rider. So. No, no, not so much. Against. So, like you, know, I, you definitely had the hard counter to a lot of teams. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember what happened. I think he came over, missed a couple times. I <laughs> came back and. Killed Carnage Surfer and maybe messed up Scott Porter. I can't remember. Um, we, hey, hey, I, hey. I then I had a misplay. I pulse waved his whole team, and he's with with Scott Porter, and he's like, "Okay, but all uh, my whole team has damage reducers, and I, they're all next to Ghost Rider." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." I should know what Ghost Rider does. That was a, <laughs> that was a that was a mistake. Oopsies. <laughs> so funny um, you say that because over the weekend, over the weekend, Brandon told me three people tried to pulse wave camo on his stop click, <laughs> <laughs> and he just let him do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So mistakes were made. Um, I do like how he went with the Hulk, though, too, with the Order yeah. AT. Like, yeah. definitely. And he went with a different version than just the four, the four Carnage Cap or the four Carnage Surfer. So it's good he was branching out to something that's just not Surfers. Because, yeah, Ghost Rider, solid. Hulk, solid. Both defenders, right? It's like half your team. Yeah. The good thing yeah. about my team, so I definitely had Order in mind. I didn't mention this earlier. But the nice thing between Ghost Rider and Hulk is 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 uh especially when i play super strength instead of close combat expert mm. there's very little power overlap between ghost rider and hulk and so they are able to to both make attacks against uh those those using the order mm -hmm. um and that and so that i was able to use that um 
Um, I think we traded a few blows. We, we both gave up some points, and then I eventually realized I need to just like kill his Ghost Rider because he's <laughs> causing too many problems, and I'm able to put output far more damage than he was able to, and uh, and so finished off Ghost Rider with a two two, two attacks from my Ghost Rider and then a Hulk, and then yeah. at that point the game was pretty much over. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think he had the Cathon to. Uh... Yeah. To add to the sideline, but I think I think the team has something, maybe a little tweaks or something. I might might do a little better. Yeah, you know, you need to play tarot cards. Um, That's know, right. I mentioned I had a few tricks with the tarot cards and the poison. How about um, some maps? There's no maps on this board here. You know, so uh, he did. I think he, he just ran, wrote him in. He ran the Sinestro ring instead of the Empower. Uh, the blue ring. I, mm-hmm. I prefer, I think it's, you know, it's easier to get perplexed than it is to get in power. Um, that's, sure that's why I like the, the blue ring more. Um, why but, the yeah, motorcycle this was, this was a good on team. the Hulk was the question I asked. Uh, so his oh, argument was awesome on the Hulk. You get one free move and reflexes. Yeah. And, and you ignore characters. Care. So he would blow up two object, uh, two terrain features because of the motorcycle and the Hulk move. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think I killed his Hulk for the same reason that nobody killed my Hulk. Because they're pain in the butt to kill. Yeah, for ten points. Yeah. yeah. Kill it quick. <laughs> kill it with fire. <laughs> I think uh, Brandon was the only. I think Brandon killed my Hulk. Um, he killed Hulk and uh, and Jennifer Kale on that opening. Click now that I remember, or the opening salvo now that I remember. But I think that was the only time I lost Hulk. Nice. Yeah. So Danny was one of the BBW winners for having the most interesting use of an ATA, which was one of the qualifications. Um, it was either that or a writer's team, and we've already seen that. So uh, let's cover Jonathan's uh, other team. So he was another candidate for the, the BBW. This was really it. cool. Uh, I- you okay. probably saw this in action. I haven't actually watched him play, so tell us about that. <laughs> so it's actually pretty cool. So he's got his X-Men swap, brings in uh, his legacy cards from the sideline, but the trick is the Gatling gun. So range, activated with murder machine. This action, this character has a range of eight that can't be replaced or modified. Make a range attack targeting a single opposing character. After the attack resolves, you may immediately make another uh, range attack targeting another character that is adjacent to the last targeted character but was not already targeted with this action. So basically he just kind of gets to go down the line duh, 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 <laughs> shooting everyone for uh, three damage instead of normal damage. So it's a good way to kind of mow the team down and the, if he's able to kill things uh, as he's going down the line he gets his little tokens uh murder tokens or whatever so he gets to continue make more attacks for every person he ko's yeah that's awesome and he does see through blocking so i thought oh that's a really that's very powerful yeah i i thought this was really cool he's a little expensive and I, that's why he never really saw play mm-hmm. but um i thought this was a great uh a great way i think he's all uh, uh to, to make this figure really useful i think there's another trick on here too that we haven't seen a lot of in bronze which is he is using Hawkman to get swapped into Leech. So Hawkman uh, is one of those Casey pieces that can be positioned 
um, almost anywhere on the map. Mm -hmm. And so now <laughs> each is starting right next to your opponent's uh, starting zone. It's like five or six, yeah, six squares out. And just runs over and like, you know, suicide bomber, uh, you know, takes away all their powers. And then, yeah, I think, I think that's a really cool trick. I think wow. it was, uh, I don't know if it was, I think Jackson came up with that. He's the Jackson first was the first one. Jackson yeah, did it really to me. <laughs> Spin, yeah. Was one ten click point. Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah, 10 point robot Superman. Woo. Taxi, spin, solid, solid Superman stuff. But yeah. What was he doing with Apoc <laughs> the Beetle Pod? Why did he pick the Beetle Pod instead of a flight? Sword? Flight, maybe? Know. Beetle Pod gives you flight and toughness. <laughs> yeah. So plus two movement. But Apoc has easy. flurry. So I guess to carry somebody, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. But now he can phase for 10 squares? I don't know. Maybe he's just working with what he's got. What else? Click on Beetle Pod. Flight, toughness, speed plus two. Speed plus two, maybe. Yeah. I I thought this was interesting. I, I can't tell you the last time I've ever seen anybody play the Beetle Pod. So that was cool. Um, Getting creative. I think it, I suspect he probably just wanted the extra move. Same, you know, same thing, put Cloak of Levitation on Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Classic sign step. Wants a extra oh, you know what? It's because he swapped. He, he, I, I don't understand. Why does he have Mr. F is Mr. Fantastic an X-Men? An Ant-Man? The Ant-Man legacy card? Why did he uh, He's probably an Illuminati. And he's also. Oh, Ant-Man's Illuminati. That's really interesting. Huh. Yep. Cool. Okay. Cause it's because it's a Hank Pym. That's why. Those are definitely some uh, some X Men swaps that we have not seen much of. Because he would uh, he would make Murder Machine go big, so he could just see over everything and just start oh, blasting. Oh folks. yeah, that's great. And then Mister Fantastic clears out all the blocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm always, uh, when I look at Professor, like Illuminati and, and she are the first two keywords I look at, and then I go to X-Men. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this is a neat team. And last but not least, my boy made it to top four. Dude, I was so proud of him. Oh, Dude, man. I was too. Like, he was, he was a good sport yesterday. So, rocking uh, the patented quad surfer team with uh, some West Coast modifications to Nick's version. Um so, so what, what are those differences? What and you, Jeff? I think when we were talking last night, you said you liked this team better than what Nick was playing. Tell uh, us what are I the feel differences like, and why. I feel like it has a few more answers because everything Nick was saying that his team can do is like we haven't we haven't run into those issues. Uh, so with Ion, you get to pick one. You get to pick two stats. So you and two powers. So you get to increase your range and. Your movement so that's basically a plus two perplex and if you pick the uh, attack or the movement power friendly characters that can use can use willpower if they can already do it mm -hmm. they increase their defense by the number of action tokens they have on them so <clears throat> everyone on your team based all the everyone that matters has willpower all the surfers they have tokens it's now plusing to their defense wow. so sometimes you're getting plus two to your defense, plus one. So it's just, you're getting way more value, I feel, out of Ion than you do with Parallax. And then you you're can also pick picking enhancement. 
Yeah, if you need the extra damage from enhancement. Um, that's nice. On the his top, maybe for the the rollout. Well, that's what I was just going to get to that. On this top click, they have invincible, right? If he picks impervious, he now can roll out to reduce penetrating damage. That's cool. Hmm. Um, all black again. It gives him that extra reach. Yeah, I didn't understand why Nick would not play all black. <laughs> he said Seems he doesn't like, like it. Obvious. He says he doesn't like it. So, I makes the game too easy. Reach. I guess. Don't, don't Nick, ask me. Nick likes the the tough route. That he likes to that, play hard mode. That that boy ain't right sometimes in the head. Okay. <laughs> so because it gives so it helps because it gives you that improved targeting through hindering for the giant reach. Obviously, it doesn't work against black lanterns, but everyone else, right? And he sees through elevated, so he can giant reach through the elevated. Like it's very good. Um. And then the influence lightning is a tale as old a time. Like it doesn't get much better for that as a mm-hmm. as a land as a Mandarin ring setup, right? Because if you multi-target, you're getting extra damage with the lightning, and then influence, of course, knockback, right? Yeah. Uh, spectral to help with that pesky super senses, or if someone's being really annoying with equipment, you can unequip them, and then spin for the repositioning. Also, influencer repositioning. He actually got really well or really good at like spinning someone out, then influencing him another square. So, like, he was able to learn to get those extra two squares reach, right? Um, Porter, Sinestro Core Ring. Yeah. Pretty easy. Uh, Absorbing Man and Scrappy Do. So, one of the tech that I figured out with Absorbing Man, come if you get it, you should be able to get it third turn out and be able to utilize it fourth turn, is that if you pick leadership, all four of your surfers can do something. Because huh. otherwise you don't have leadership on this team. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's given the leadership again? Absorbing man. Well, huh. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah lack of leadership is probably the weak spot with the team, huh? Yes. Action economy. <laughs> Still getting six solid attacks. Not bad. Yeah. And then uh, same objects, same maps, uh, same tarot deck. But, dude, he played it really well. Like He was remembered to pick his powers. Mind, mind you, he's only 10. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to preface that. Uh, so, like, he was he remembered a lot of the stuff on the team. Like, the only thing I think I could see him do a little better is, is multi-target. He gets a little tunnel vision on, on one thing when he has... When he can see like two others, he'll he won't target the other ones. He'll just target the main one he's focused on. But other than that, I yeah, I think he played the team amazing. Did he ever get to play against Danny? Uh, not in the event. I think in a practice game. Okay, I would just love would have loved to see how Order played against the Order. They no, they did play a practice game, and it was like a two hour game of them just going back and like <laughs> hitting each other once. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. So, Ryder managed to beat Brandon, which yes, I mean, I was pretty uh, no kudos to Ryder. I was pretty surprised. I I want to go. I think you recorded this game, right? I did. I did not get a chance to go and watch it. Did you see it? Uh, I was I was watching some of it. I tried not to stand over and watch too much. I kind of came in and out because I okay. I, I'm gonna let him do his thing. Like as as proud Papa as I am, like I, I can, I feel he gets a little more nervous when I'm standing over watching. So I yeah. try and <laughs> try and just let him do his thing. But uh, I was very fortunate to be able to record those. I'm gonna have to go back and. Uh, I'm curious to, to see what happened those. there. I don't know. Keeping it, it for it dice or, or 
you know what what happened because I I do I was I thought Brandon had a very very strong team. So in practice, Ryder lost to him every single time. They played probably like four four to six practice games, right? Ryder could not beat him. He got destroyed every time. What happened in their game that in the finals game is that Ryder hit shape changes first to open for the first attack. So. There's one other thing too. I did notice. I, I I looked at the first minute of it, and it looked like Ryder won map. Yes, and that's a pretty important <clears throat> thing too. Um, but Brandon won't take Ryder to the uh, the water map. He'll take him to the indoor press room, so it's harder oh, for him to get around because he doesn't want to leave the shark on the map for the free oh. sur- uh, carnage heal. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. Ryder hit the, the shape changes. So, Brandon whiffed his opening attack. And then Ryder went out to kill... I think he went out to kill Apoc first. And then he started picking down the other stuff. And eventually, it was one surfer and camo at the end. And Ryder just uh, got him to his last click. He, he couldn't heal. He kept missing the attacks. Like, Ryder kept rolling out. And Brandon missed all his rollouts. Oh. That's not good. So it was a close game, but, uh, you know, the Carnage Surfer style remained supreme. <laughs> and then who beat Ryder? Paul. So that match was oh. very interesting because whoever won that match was going to qualify. So Paul Paul squeaked him out. It was, uh-huh. uh, it was some stuff that we hadn't had a chance to show Ryder, especially like the yeah. WWE stuff. And Paul had a ton of pulse wave, which is like a hard, hard counter to the surfers. Um, yeah. It just was an unfortunate matchup. But we'll practice and uh, get him attuned to those things. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was playing Alyssa my second time. Yeah. I think this went better for me than the, even the first. Um, and I, I, because I, at this time, but by this point, I kind of got used to playing my team. And so I, and, and then she just couldn't hit. Hit any she needed tens, couldn't hit anything. And I it's just hard. Kind of cleaned her up. Yeah. Uh then then yeah, then it went back to fi- the final match, be me versus Paul. I don't even want to go back and watch the and we were both <laughs> so tired. <laughs> Paul had some other stuff on his mind. Um yeah. and uh you know, I think we were we both made a huge number of mistakes. It's probably just a total shit show. <laughs> watch that game <laughs> well but, you came out on top that is yeah i mean he, he came out he, killed, he actually killed my ghost rider on turn two um, yeah i saw that and i was and you were like oh no yeah i'm like wow <laughs> i'm like i don't know what to do here i'm not I, nobody attacks ghost rider um I, i'm like I, I forgot to bring out the the pilot i i, I forgot to uh, you know, think about using Cthune. Yeah. Uh, not like I would at that point anyways, but... Uh, like, that seems bad. Yeah, I... So... Did you I bring him out to, at any point in the game? I never did. No, because nobody nobody even bothered with Ghost Rider until Paul is like, okay, I'm going to try to knock... I'm going to take care of this. And it was like, you know, was, I got punched in the face and I didn't know what to do. Um, but well, fortunately, he, he had to flurry to knock him out. That caused him to take two mystics, put Spider-Man on click mm-hmm. three. I Scott Porter pulse waved him and knocked him into a wall that knocked him onto his normal super senses. 
Yes. Moved up my team, outwitted Super Senses, and brought Hulk into KO Spider Man and put me back in the game. Yeah. And then he, uh, then Sakari and Iron Man went wrestling pro and uh, threw my team in all sorts of different directions. I missed my, I, I, I missed a rollout with um, King Killmonger, which would have saved me. Um, yes. That would have been that, but then I guess I don't know how I've still managed to come back. I guess that little ten point Hulk just did some work. Um, he got the job done, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, definitely gonna have. I need to look more at Hulk, and I need to look more at uh, a Prime Spidey. Like Prime Spidey's definitely been on my radar. I think he, I think he can do some work. He's really good. I mean, in a lot of ways. Like my team was kind of just turning Ghost Rider into Prime Spidey. Yeah, and you could do, usually do that with him. Be good. But I think you know, and it, you know, you trade. It's like Spidey has much better mobility, mm-hmm. make more attacks, but Ghost Rider has the you know the uh, can't be can't powers can't be uh, you know turned off, which is pretty pretty important. so huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of different, you know. Uh, different ways to use them. That'll definitely stop the pulse wave, but uh, Paul knew what to get rid of. It w- it was very masterful how he came in, dropped the elevated under you, and uh, yeah, and yeah. just put Ghost Rider on a pedestal and was like, "Papa." Flexed yeah, him down twice because I forgot <laughs> his guardians. Yeah, it was actually very kind of a funny moment. Um, He's like, he's trying to set it up. He's like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to running shot pulse wave with Sakari and Iron Man. I'm like, I'm like, and he's like, and I'm, I'm like, okay, go ahead. And he's like, yeah, I need to, he's like, I need to turn off Guardians. I'm like, I actually forgot to pick Guardians. Team I remember Guardians. that. And, and it actually like threw him off. And so that was, so then he comes over, he kills Ghost Rider. He did, he, I think he took one other action and then he just passed the return he forgot to, to follow up with the pulse wave because he's like, oh, I don't need to use pulse wave. <laughs> Oops. Bummer. But we were just so we were so fried. We were we were just laughing at each other's mistakes. It was it was great to play with Paul. He's a really great guy. Yeah, no, it was definitely good to see him come out. It's been it's been a long time since he's come and played in one of the events. It's been a couple like over a couple of years. So yeah, he came out strong. He's always been one of the the top contenders. So it was definitely good to good to see him back he, at top table. Did he win one of the one um, Ks a couple of years ago? I think he and his brother. I think they placed like first and second in one of one. Of yeah, the, Paul like, did win the first one K, I think, and it was him versus like Tony or something. Okay. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, no, no, I Jesse. Jesse the won the and... Jesse won the one K because he was using the diamond oh, manipulation okay. team. It was Jesse. With ah. um, the power plant, and he was disintegrating everybody's resources because he had all the dive manipulation, and all his attack rolls were ten or above, and he just melted, disintegrated all the resources. Wrecked face. <laughs> it's it's funny to look back at some of those photos mm-hmm. from those those uh, previous one uh, Ks, where because mm-hmm. uh, like. Uh, yeah, I think this the one that you're referring to has a really funny picture of Tony. Tony looks so <laughs> happy. He was he was hella pissed. Uh, 
because yeah he's like i remember him forgetting something and he's like i should have won like you know you know how tony gets upset yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i i'm so surprised we haven't seen them out in a while i know they're busy running the comic store the the trying thing steve comes up to atomic comics and plays on occasion oh yeah that guy so he's still playing but i don't know if tony's still playing which is too bad i really i miss those guys i i really like them a lot yeah maybe they'll come out to the invitational remind us of how good they are <laughs> so yeah one month till the big event right yeah yeah little little over a month it's gonna come up fast we have four weeks one two three yeah four weeks uh five weeks one two three four, five weeks so now i've revealed all my secrets i have to go back to the uh drawing board and put together yeah you do unless it's that unstoppable. i feel like you and i are always on the same similar wavelengths uh so so what team am i going to be playing <laughs> i don't know probably something similar to what i'm playing you don't do? John dude, nah, I'm good. John dude, just sit back and and barrier up, and they can't get through. Mm-hmm. Win by ten points, five yeah, points. Chill. Huh? Yondu and chill. Yondu, oh, there you go. Let me <laughs> just take all your objects, thanks. There's enough cheap uh, barrier out there. You just can't get through it all. Make a herald team huh. with all the heralds. Not if you can't use your improved movement. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking I, one of the good... So Craglin has the ability to carry other characters who are carrying, who hold objects. Mm-hmm. I thought one of the best ways to utilize that would be the uh, the traffic. Is the traffic barrel? I know what you're talking about. The plastic van objects, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you have somebody pick that up, and just have Craglin carry him around. No improved movement within four squares. Can't do shit. That's yeah. pretty good. Very good. I like it. Make it work, Clay. But yeah, we'll do some it was, more. It theory. was fun killing things, though. You know, I don't know if I can go back to playing another defensive shell team, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am pro interactive. <laughs> Expand your horizons. See, I now, now I'm just gonna go to play. In the I show. played. Uh, I played the big X Men swap team at the at the tournament last year. That wasn't a defensive shell. That was a that was a super alpha strike team. You did. You're turning into Beast Supreme and who else? Uh, like a couple maggots and yes, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then you played the one team in Vegas where you were playing what Ultron Prime as the defensive shell. Yeah, so I, I go back and forth. I like to switch it up. I like di- I, I play different things, even though you know Vegas has has me pegged for a certain <laughs> certain type. I'll let him think that Clay, and then you just yeah. show up and surprise him. That's the game. That's the uh, that's the game. I was I was tinkering with uh, an X Men swap team and turning into a hundred and forty five point hundred forty five point apocalypse and putting Cthulhu on him. <laughs> Keep him guessing, Clay. Keep him guessing. Just instant plus one stats. It's not bad. So kudos to you, Jeff. Thanks for putting on this awesome tournament. Oh, the thank you. Rising was phenomenal. Um, you know, it's too bad uh, that we, you know, some of the people weren't able to make it. Um, their loss, uh, but you know, hopefully they'll I, make it especially out. Especially because they're the ones who are not getting that practice in. 
for the big yeah. event. Well, we're just going to be at the same place for the Invitational. Like, we had plenty of room. It was uh, it was a little chilly, but I think if yeah, you wear a jacket, bring your hand warmers. Okay. Yeah, bring hand warmers. <laughs> Maybe I'll sell hand warmers, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited for the Invitational. Start getting the prizing and all the product together. And then, uh, yeah, dude, going to hit another event with a home run. Because, yeah, a lot of people are like, I can't make it this weekend, but I'll be there in January. I'm like, all right. That's the important one. That's the important one. It is. It is. Well, especially for everyone that qualified, because now we have, what is it, 26, 27 people? Uh, I thought it was 28, but yeah. Could could be. I I, I trust you, Patrick. And uh, we made made the change to HC units, so you can do bronze pulp teams yep. now although mm. as we discussed earlier we need to remove start but uh it's, it should be fired up and ready to go and then play and star trek and pulp guys since it's not dc or marvel keep that in mind and it's what would you want to play in star trek anyways uh, uh, original barclay lieutenant uh, kyle yeah uh, lieutenant okay. kyle's good was All that right. 15 point tk yeah, I think it was like twenty twenty five, but he had like really good attack, sidestep, and TK. Yeah, and he did something else too. Let's play Franklin. Yep. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the kid that was in Generations that was also really good. Oh, um, he's got Plex, right? Wesley mm-hmm. Crusher. Wesley Crusher was also really good too. Prime Q. I don't think there's primes a lot. Use him. primes. You can't use primes. Uh, I'm just thinking about Trek in general. But, you, but the Star Trek, yeah, you wouldn't have been able to. I think you're you're mentioning all of the Star Trek pieces, but yeah. in this case, we were debating whether or not it was the Star Trek original series set, which was a five uh, five piece booster. That is true. That is true. The other one was not. That was a gravity feed. The the next generation ones. Um, uh, as you mentioned earlier, it's in fact only Marvel and DC. It does specifically yes. say. Yep. And it's only the booster, the five-figure booster sets, right? Yeah, mm. that's sure. So, unfortunately, no Avengers movie stuff. Sad times. That is right. Yeah, Aww. there's a lot of stuff that... I, it's interesting looking at the list. I, I, was, I, I didn't... I, I missed the, the Star Trek thing, but I did look at the list, and there's actually surprisingly few five figure booster sets throughout the years there are so many additional you know other little smaller sets here and there are you saying that i can't play my christmas guys oh man this stinks i know no craglin oh ah uh, but i must play my group my groot and my Woo-hoo. my tracks you'll be okay uh. and uh yeah but also the gravity feeds that have like the 200s that have the same set symbol will be allowed. Yep, those are okay. So as long as it's attached to a main set. Yeah, if you Maybe see next... any, so if you see any issues in HC units, uh, let me know. I'll I'll clean it up. Sounds good. Maybe next week we can uh, look at some of those Bronze Age. Yeah, sounds like a made. fun. <laughs> Make I'm a let, I, I'll, I'll let I'll, you guys I'll, do I'll, that. I'll, let's do that. Let's uh, let's uh, that'll be our homework for this bronze week. Bronze pulse. Right. Ah. I'm scared. Come, come, come with your top ten bronze pulp. Ten? I can't do ten, Professor Clay. <laughs> uh, I don't have the time of the day for this. 
Here, I'll give you one right now. Clary on the Witch Boy. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. That's Not good. like Lucy Lane or General Ross. Ooh, that's a good throwback. You know what? General Ross has nothing on Lex Luthor. <laughs> I mean, Lex Luthor's the new General Ross, right? Same thing. But yeah, I definitely feel... General can't... Lane, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, General, General Lane from uh, Superman Wonder Woman, right? Shatterstar? What? Yeah, he's a rare. He's a common, I think. Are, are you right? Yeah, I think he is a. You're, yeah, sorry, he's a. I think you're right. He's he was very. Oh, there's some good tricks with that. Yes, there are. Hope you figure them out. I I already know the tricks in my head right now. I I can think of the figures. He's just so dang expensive. For he's oddly pointed, I'll say that much. He's like seventy like three like points. So seventy nine, but yeah, he's in that ballpark. Be interesting. Uh, play some stilt man, old school stilt man. Oh jeez, got enough legs. I haven't put any thought into this Dude. at all, so I'm gonna have to. I will have to spend some time this week. You guys have clearly. No, I'm just drifting off the top of my head. Well, you, you're doing a better job. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I can't think of anything. I'm just like, uh, party Thor. <laughs> oh, we gotta reach back a little further than that. I know, I know, I don't. So I'm like, I'm not even trying because I, I don't have anything good. Oh, uh, Bizarro that has the ooh the twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, full spin Bizarro is really good. Uh, I was just thinking like old school Bruce Banner that could switch into a Hulk. That's a thing. Yeah, the original shifting focus Batman Supermans. Yeah, those are good too from World's Finest. World's mm-hmm. Finest will will be a very good gold pot of commons, uncommons, and rares. Which, mm-hmm. and then Druid and Black Cat. A lot of a lot of good generics that provide what, provide uh, enhancement. I believe there was an Etrigan potentially in that. <clears throat> I think you were right. I'm, I've never played him though. But he, he looks had, cool. He had a really good like energy explosion perplex prob, I think, ability. Okay. Something like that was very nice. It'll definitely uh, be interesting to see those pieces be played on small maps where a lot of those have never been played on small maps. Overdrive. Oh yeah. Indeed. Just go. Sinister Syndicate will be very good in the small map. Yes. Yeah, yeah sinister, sinister syndicates that that could be a that could be a bronze pulp thing, huh? Uh, God forbid you have enough Mysterios and you just play them all. Play the first one for seven. They're all unique, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in pulp, in pulp you can't do this, but it's really fun if you could. <laughs> Dude, I'm ex- I'm kind of excited. Like I usually kind of like eh about pulp, but like this, <clears throat> there's definitely a lot more figures. To to play with here, I really love pulp. I, 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 my kids and I go to the pulp tournament every. They they run one about once a month, and nice. uh, and some of the some of my like, some of my friends from when I played like ten years ago got back into the game. Oh wow! Wow! Within the last year, and and uh, the three of them have been they've been showing up to all the pulp tournaments. So like nice. they don't learn modern. They don't have. They don't want to collect all the. I mean, modern teams are so expensive. Bronze teams are so expensive because they have so many modern elements. 
They are. They don't want to. They don't want to get a tarot deck and a set of constructs. But you know what? It's pretty easy to put together a, a cheap pulp team, and they're able to have fun. Like one of them yeah. actually went. To, I think he went three and zero with uh with or or he did really really well with a uh, with a Gotham City Underworld team. Dude, really Gotham. Cool. City in the world in pulp is amazing. They're great. Oh my yeah. god! Between the Batman team up and the uh, Notorious set, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker that like, gives all Batman enemy mystics and Poison Ivy and go right. So I, I just you know it. I think it's just a great format for new players, for returning players, to ease back into it who don't want to make a really super big investment. Yep. Um, and so I, I think it's a really important format. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited to see what tent poles can uh, can kind of hold their own. Thunder of Cord from War of Light. <laughs> Just by oh, itself, you think? One. He's very good. Mm. He has a glass jaw, though. Uh, I don't think he can hold up. And, and he, I, he I believe, has him. impervious, if I remember correctly. And he gets to pick move powers, and he's a really good pulse waver. Who does not give a shit about Impervious is Red Widow. She says, please. Yep. Your... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I game recognizes game with Red Widow. She's my lady, okay? <laughs> she and Falcon are, uh, they're, they're pretty, they're a nice little combo. Match made in heaven. Hmm. Uh, another really good uh, thing for your pulp uh, bronze is a JSA. Oh yeah, from Ooh, Joker's Wild. Great. Dang, who's gonna play two hundred ninety point Amazo? <laughs> Got that twenty D. It's hard to go through. Too bad you don't. Uh, what do we do? We, is there sideline in pulp? Yes. Yes. But you can't use team up cards. No. So you can't get the automatic powers from uh, the guys you've already pre absorbed. Oh, from the other one. Yeah, the common one. Common Amazo is pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting one. I, and what was it? Was it, his weakness was uh, the Black Widow that was out at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that so what just, is that got nerfed in the hell? She got the Shakim treatment. Yep, she did. What about what about hundred and twenty five point Amazo? That's the one I was talking about. The team team uh, team up card one. Like, you can't use the team up cards, but you can. Oh, okay, sir. Still pick powers. Still pick the powers. Yeah. And he's got those like I, I don't love that Amazo. Was he take more than he doesn't take more you than one or two damage? Powers. Yeah. If Good. you have one of the powers that are mm-hmm. you're being attacked with something like that, takes one. Yeah, very so, durable. Yeah, Dude, I played the hell out of him. Yeah, twelve attack, nineteen defense, four damage. Yep. Pulse wave knockbacks a thing again. So. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. All right. Well, we're 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 gonna have we we still have we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. We need to mm-hmm. I need to do some homework. Ooh, um, I have a question that was sure. po- that actually just came right in, hot off the presses. Do 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 do. Uh, where can someone find our Bronze Age map list? Um, HC units. It's so. So can you show me how to find it on HC units? Yeah. Let's do this. I think this would be a good way start, to end. Start creating a Bronze Age team and push the map button. 
that pro. Okay. So look at that. I'm already there. Bronze Age, Paul, private. And uh, click our map list. <gasps> there it is. Oh, wow. It automatically it's, filters out for... Is uh, Fountains of Asgard on that map list? No. Ooh, let me go answer this person and tell them to crush their dreams. <laughs> it's rude. Yeah, this is great. assuming, and I guess, Jeff, you maybe need to clarify this, um, whether or not the map list is the same as the regular bronze map list. What do you mean? Are all of the maps that are legal in bronze legal in bronze pulp? Yes. That I don't see why not. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see that. Why not either? So it should be the same list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, was going to say, I guess the only reason why the thing you would change is if you, if you didn't want to put the two by threes in for the bronze pulp. Can you do location bonuses? Probably not. I would think so that, not. Yeah. So maybe that's the only thing. Maybe we were, maybe it's worth removing the location bonus maps or I don't know. Uh, I'll talk about the powers of being. And then maybe do that post like we talked about where to give everyone a reminder of what is bronze pulp. For sure. Yeah, I can, I'll do a clarification. Give, give them a couple weeks to figure it out or a month or so. Do that this week. Yeah, that's a good question, but I, I don't see why we can't keep the long maps. Maybe, maybe we'll get rid of them. You can still have long maps. Um, Pulp was really designed to be in battle really quickly, so that's why I was like, no, no, maybe kill the two by threes because it is a newer format. So that cut all the maps off from anything older than BTU, Avengers Forever, and anything older, so just be BTU and forward. And everyone like has access to them, so that and there is a lot like of them. The maps that most people use in general, yeah. It's also very much in the in the spirit of pulp to you know further reduce the map list, anyways. Okay, all right, like, all right. Like, is it was an arcade like from Avengers Assemble? Wasn't he a super rare? He was a rare. Was he a rare? He is a rare. So oh. uh, arcades arena's got to stay. So, okay. Because <laughs> uh, he, speaking of, he's probably pretty good for pulp. Yeah. Oh, assassin. That's, See, that's not a bad thing is like keeping in like the one or two big maps for specific figures so yeah. if you want that big map right you can have it but you're also risking the fact that you may be giving your opponent the map they want so it should be interesting to see what some people come up with. there's a lot of spicy stuff <laughs> yeah I, I completely forgot about arcade but yeah he's he he can do some work well let me and, know what you decide jeff and i can uh update units to uh, you know, mash your ruling. Sounds good. I can do that. We'll uh, we'll get that done sooner than later, so people have time to build their teams. But yeah, I think that that should be it for this evening. Again, congratulations, Clay. You did very good this weekend. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thanks Woo-woo. for allowing everyone to listen and uh, humor me as I you know brag a little bit. Oh, Hopefully. you deserve it, man. You did well. Amazing. <laughs> Poke holes in the fact that you know you may have messed over Squidward for those fifteen points. <laughs> oh man, he would have had a better seed all day in the event. 
Yeah. He probably would have been fighting all the, the incredibly hard matchups that I had to face. <laughs> uh, Maybe he did him a favor. You never know. He, he did, was pretty he confident. He managed to crack the teams. top eight, so he did have a chance um, despite the. But he couldn't get past Ryder. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, we're never going to let him live that one down. <laughs> Remember that time Ryder knocked you out? <laughs> Does that mean now Ryder is SpongeBob? I, I think it means next time Ryder is going to take second place. It seems like he keeps uh, keeps going climbing. He's, he each time he's placed higher and higher and higher. So God, what are we going to do when your son dominates this format, Jeff? Like he starts winning every event. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I can learn from him and get better. <laughs> I, I guess we could start making uh, jokes like that we'd make with ROC and some other father-son duo. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I like to keep everything on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> Just fix those uh, those matchups really easy, real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, I will say, yeah, there's no glitches with the win this weekend either. Sometimes there's issues and shit, but... Was super super effective. Yep, I'm I'm just waiting to hear when Clay gets the phone call. Uh, just do it for Whiz Kids. <laughs> can you make our Can you make our event system? I there have been a number of people who've asked me to to do so. Um, I haven't been focused on it so much lately, to be honest. Um, you got there are now, a few buddy. challenges that make it tough to do. Um, I feel like the wind works fine. Like it's been fine for me. Yeah. Never had any issues. Yeah, I mean the the problem is it's like what what would I what would be ideal is if you had all of the 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 parts that the wind has like the HC units and and wind have like two very different pieces of data and if you could connect it all together it'd be very nice, right? Yep. Like HC units does show tournaments, but you know, they're only a subset. It'd be nice if you could go to the win and then click into the tournaments and see the round to round results. Yeah. Yep. You know them you know who's who wins every game. You have the player identity, you have like <laughs> real name, you have their win ID. But you need to go one step further and take the HC units data to show what are the teams that people are playing. So then you could look at like, you know, matchups, etc. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go and try to replicate all of the all of the win. And I think WizKids really does want uh, to know which stores are playing events and to, you know, reward those stores that do so. Yeah. And so, like, th- there's I, there's no way I could ever completely, you know, duplicate or replace that functionality. Um, no, but uh, if they had multiple sources, they could give a better data set for who is playing and who isn't. Yeah, I would love to have that. So, I, I, I but I think what I'm saying uh, is it needs to either be unified or, um, you know, like HC units needs to pull the data from the win rather than trying to rebuild everything. Because I, 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 I don't think I can completely replace what a uh the win is already providing fair no that makes sense 
Yeah, especially if they do like a like if they manage all the search functions and connect to stores and things like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and That's you right. and, and the the units section just is the tournament uh yeah. pro, like processor. Like it has no access to the private information of those stores. It yeah. provides the service for the event itself so you can report events easier. That's right. I think also, the win is really made for stores. Correct. It's not made for the players. No. And so the use case is the like the target audience is very different than HC units where it's a very player focused site. Very true. It's a thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't record what they do on the win either. Because I always hear rumblings or people saying, oh, we play here, we play here, but then I'll look up in the win. And there's like no stores that do any events. So mm-hmm. like they're just doing things on their own, which I'm like, okay, it's not helping the community, but whatever. Yeah, I'm disappointed when when I yeah, I know there are some stores even in LA that don't do that. But again, it goes back to like, you know, whiz kids, it needs to go both ways. Whiz kids needs to know that they're doing it. They benefit from it, but they need in order to, to get stores to do it, they need to provide incentives. Mm-hmm. Like WizKids Opens were provided by, you know, based on uh, what you were, your win activity. That was yeah, one yeah. of the key factors. And, you know, and I think access to like um, op kits and other um, special things. They they easily online. could have done it with that new, what, Deadpool kit that's coming out that's only for certain stores that are doing yeah. things like, hey, have you ran an event in the past like once a month, yeah. And then like, once a month, you can out, get access to this special kit. Didn't aren't there like chase boxes too, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, that's they the are. Deadpool thing. Yeah. So you know it, it but it you know comes back to like WizKids needs to start facilitating organized play like they used to. Well, because what I see is a few days before the actual thing releases, it's up for sale on some Facebook page. And I'm because, like, well, I guess they're not running their event. Yeah, because yeah. what ends up happening is, you know, stores talk to the distributors. The distributors are just the guys that go, what do you want? Like, buy it and I'll make sure you get it and make sure you well, have access to it. And they the the reps get a cut, like a percentage of like what they sell, right? Like there's mm-hmm. incentives for them to sell more things. So why would they not sell it to you? Yeah. Correct. Like, look at the fact with the, <laughs> the, the what the Wakanda Hulkbusters being like really pushed right now. Yeah. And every store can get eight of them. Uh, and there's no there's no reason for you not to buy eight if every store gets eight. Because what's the worst case scenario? You buy eight, you sell one or two to the people in your store that buys. And you have the other six, you throw them up on eBay and make double, triple money for the people that want two, three, or can't get them. Yeah. Put, put in my order. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, those limited iconics is, uh, is kind of rough. But yep. it's sa- which reminds me, WizKids did a sale, which pisses me off. Oh, the buy one, get one, like on the bricks or something stupid like yes. that? Yes. You buy one brick and you get a brick free. That is cheaper than what I can order it for. Oof. Oof. And it, was it, and it wasn't like... But they, had, but they had a really hard limit on it, Jeff. Only 100 only a hundred per customer. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Should have done my initial order off of that. 
how many people are kicking themselves on wheels of vengeance where it's like oh yeah i bought 100 bricks wait i could have bought 100 bricks and gotten an extra 100 bricks for free ah oh, man because it's it's what 170 plus whatever tax and shipping so it's probably going to be sub 200 mm-hmm. and you get an extra brick so that's basically a little cheaper than what i get it for and it was good sets. It was yeah. was it Spider-Man. Wheels of Vengeance was attached to Spider Man. Spider Man. Sixtieth mm-hmm. was attached to what? Uh, forever. Was forever. Forever. So that's, so that's the weakest the one. But the best one was BTU. Yeah. Attached to friggin' Notorious. Yeah. <laughs> the two right? sets that work so perfectly in tandem with each other. But didn't Avengers Forever have a rack night? Who cares? The right? fact that Notorious. Right, has all the Black Lantern chases that everyone's given their like firstborn child for, <laughs> attached yeah. to the set that everyone's given their secondborn child for all the constructs for. Yeah. Mind you, Avengers 60th is pretty much sold out of all the warehouses. I had to order from the Southwest Warehouse. Mind you, my regular warehouse is West Coast. Mm. A week ago, they were all zeroed out. And I just happened to when I happened to put in my order, I saw that they had some in the Southwest. So I was like, I'm going to scoop that up. And like an hour later, I saw that sale, and I was like, Let me cancel okay. what I just ordered. <laughs> no, they already put it in. They already put it in. <laughs> I was I was a little salty. I was like, Thanks, Wiz Kids. Way to way to dick down your your uh, retailers one more time. Or they got you to buy more. <laughs> well, I can say I think it's ridiculous that the warehouses are zeroed out. And they're doing minimum a hundred. Mm. I was right? very surprised that no, they maximum did it wheels of Max, okay, Max, excuse, you're correct. Maximum one hundred. I misspoke. But yeah, like put that off to Alliance. I'm sure the stores like do that for the stores, and then the stores could do big sales, right? Like if you're and willing to blow it out. Weren't they also pairing that with the gingerbread? gingerbread? Yeah. So See, like... that's another thing that. People will order directly from them just so they can get the gingerbread or get that Connelly that they missed. And I've lost a few orders that way. The most expensive to to buy things from. That's that's the thing that most people don't recognize. hundred percent. Un- unless they do crazy sales like this, where it pretty much cuts it in half, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're not their their cost is cheaper than what they're what they're selling it to for. The wholesalers, buy it, right? Buying it direct. And and the online exclusives. That is specifically for them, i.e. the werewolf, yeah. i.e. the Deadpool one, right? The, is it in Multiple Man this time? Multiple Man, yes. Yeah. You know what Multiple Man usually needs? Or Multiples. But we're going to hope that it's the, the one online is not one of those ones you need multiple of. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. Got two of them coming. I do you know. too. Because uh, I wanted my uh, gingerbread man. <laughs> uh, I, I think I may have bought mine too early to get him. Unfortunately, they had a. They, I bought a bunch of stuff when they had the gingerbread men coming because I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna need prizing for uh, come January. Uh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait till win one at Jeff's then. There you go. I gave one hey. away. I gave gingerbread man away. Was it at the Jan? I think it was at the the June one. Yes. I think it was dude that... you, you gave away a nightfall today and a freaking um iron Ball man yeah mm-hmm. you, you're doing good <laughs> people gotta come out i try and i try and entice them with some full cool pricing 
I don't know what to say. Travel. Just gets you huh? to th- that death. No, you. no, you're the bad dude. <laughs> of course, he appreciates you. He won today. Yeah, he got the <laughs> he got the uh, iron the hall of armors. He got an eighty dollar hall of armors today. All right, on top of a brick. Yeah, on top of a brick. Oh yeah, he's crying over here for driving and, a couple uh, hours. So Ryder got fourth, right? So he only got two boosters, and of course he opens the sleep near. There you go, <laughs> kid. Good job. Uh, and then what what did you get in yours, Clay? Spider Knight. Oof. But did yeah. you have one? No, so I didn't need it. That was cool. I don't think we pulled a prime in the in the whole case. Unless, what, unless Alyssa opened one. That's odd. The primes have been really hard to come by in this. I, like, I've opened now three cases and have three prime Damon Hellstroms. Hey, hey I got two. You need a doctor. You need a Sasquatch because I got an extra Sasquatch and I don't have a Hellstrom. <laughs> I'll trade. I'll make that trade. <laughs> I don't need three Danton Hellstrom. Who cool. else is there? Lilith and, and yeah, uh, that's what sucks is Lilith and Brother, Brother Voodoo are both really good. And they and they only come under very specific brick. I've I've been paying attention a little bit of this. Lilith Prime comes in the same brick as regular Lilith. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't have I don't have either. Those are the two super rares that I'm or I, I'm missing. I think Lilith is the one super rare I'm missing. And Prime Voodoo comes in the uh, not Pri- yeah Prime Voodoo comes in the same brick that non Prime Sasquatch comes in because he's hmm. a, he's kind of harder to come by. So I was like that that was interesting to find out too. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those pulled. Yeah, keep they're getting the they're keep getting the same duplicate case of the Ghost Surfer and the Wolverine. I haven't seen one of those yet. <laughs> I'm so tired of WizKids and their duplicate fucking cases. Like it's it's exhausting. Like the yeah. ver, the variety of switching things up is is not there. It's like true. it is not true randomness. Like when we all open the same case, it's a little hard to yeah. trade. Yeah, yeah. I think I got two bricks with the Damon Hellstrom and then the Ghost Surfer. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. Anyways, we said we're gonna wrap it up about a half an hour ago. So, hey man, I, know, but I got to, I got to complain about WizKids, so I feel better. <laughs> I, I feel like it's not a good podcast unless either one of us complains about WizKids. Two, we make fun of Pidgeotto and his terrible haircut. Uh, three, we attack Squidward for, for just not making top four and losing to a nine year old. <laughs> hey, he's in double digits, he's 10. Okay, <laughs> I mean, if that one year makes it better for you, <laughs> whatever lets you sleep at night, Squidward. Enjoy your class. Oh, you better watch out, Patrick. He's gonna be gunning for you now. That's yeah. okay, that's okay, because you know what beats Squid? A little bit of calamari. <laughs> His his team was pretty solid. If he, I Dude, I could see I very much see him play the same team. So you know, <laughs> that's hope okay. You, uh, hope you got some tricks up your hat. Oh, I got plenty of tricks underneath or, this tricks hat. Up not, not not a lot of hair on top, but I got plenty of tricks. <laughs> okay, you know, too funny. But, you know, that's how we got it. That's how we got to do. It's okay. 
I told yeah, I told Squidward like if you win, you get to you get to get on the podcast. He's like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I, I'm looking it. forward to the day. <laughs> is he qualified for January? <laughs> he is. He actually won the win a map on Friday, so he had the first round buy. Had a first round buy and still sucked. Got it. <laughs> Oof. It happens, Oof. baby. It happens. I think Clay was so he lost to Clay, and then he lost to Ryder. Those are yeah. only two people he lost to. Yeah, losing to yeah. A, the one of the hosts, one of the hosts of a podcast. Yeah. Oh, you're asking for it there, ten year old. Time to go back to Bikini Bottom, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry, Pidgeot will swim down and hang out with you. Yeah. Well. So I've I've now won fourteen bronze games in a row. Ooh, nice. ooh! Someone putting out some BDE right now. Because I missed the Vegas tournament, but I I did the one in uh, Teachupi or whatever in over the summer. Okay, Tapachi. I don't remember how to say it. I think it's Tapachi. Okay. Well, sorry, people who. I think that's what how to pronounce the name of the city. People that live in weird name town. It was a really cool little town. It was a really neat. It was a great place to visit, and the venue is awesome. You know, you know what else we talk about that about? We say that about Barstow every time we walk through it. Wow, great bathrooms here. Glad I stopped. Oh my god. I don't. I would not say no. This is very different than Barstow. It had a very like uh, kind of neat small town touristy vibe going on. It was pretty cool. That that exactly sounds like Barstow. Like Barstow is totally the just the city you drive through. Oh, uh, are we talking? The, that's the city now? that you, when you pass that, that's when you start doing the drugs when you're on your way to Vegas. That's <laughs> little. No, that's that's Baker. All right, Hunter. Baker. Baker. You, you start in Baker, so by the time that you get to State Line, you're already baked. That's why it's called Baker. A little, <laughs> little fear and loathing in Las Vegas there. Yeah. All right. Well, if that is it, and we're gonna start taking our drugs i guess that it's time to uh, <laughs> sign off there clay <laughs> i'm looking forward to being inside of you california next week i'll be at disneyland if anyone wants to find me Ooh, all right have fun i'd love to find you at disneyland yeah come on down sounds good all right well until next time practice rolling your dice guys take it easy good night and don't be squidward Coast.